Welcome back. Hope you guys are well. We are going to talk today about how to put together a highly effective business plan. This is like the executive summary. It's funny how subjects come up multiple times in a week. I almost feel like I need to talk about it. So today we're going to say, let's talk about a business plan and why do you need one? Today on the Productive Not Busy podcast. You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. So today, talking about business plans, a business plan will help you build a business that will support you financially, have an impact on those around you, and leave a lasting legacy you can be proud of. Okay, a business plan helps you to peer into the future and predict a different outcome, though it's certainly not perfect. It helps you map out where you currently are and where you want to go or where you're headed. Specifically, a business plan helps you do things like estimate total startup costs, project revenues and profits um, to uh, convince investors, compete from the start, and and also helps you anticipate challenges. Okay, a business plan helps keep you on track. It ensures that your, your focus, that you focus your attention on the right things and help you avoid mistakes that could sink you. We want to walk you step-by-step through the process of creating a solid business plan. So before you start, okay, unfortunately, many businesses plan, you know, business plans are widely unrealistic. Just let's get that out of the way. The initial excitement of starting the business often causes entrepreneurs to massively overestimate how successful they are going to be and underestimate the challenges that they're going to encounter. It's not a negative thing. Just trying to be realistic. So in order to be effective, a business plan needs to be realistic. So before you launch, you want to be relatively confident that you have a good chance of succeeding. See, in many ways, a business plan should help you decide whether your idea will pan out. It's possible that you may put together your business plan and then realize that the potential outcome isn't as bright as you initially thought. That's okay. It forces you to go back to the drawing board. Reframe it. Take the necessary time to do the market research, analyze your financial needs, and map out all the strategies for the future. Don't look at it as the thing that's preventing you from getting started. View it as a building a foundation for something successful, a lasting business. Okay? You want to have an, basically like an executive summary, okay? The first section of any business plan will be the executive summary. 
it gives people a general sense of what your business is all about, what products or services you provide, where you've been, and where you're headed. The Small Business Administration recommends that your plan contain at least the following six things. Write these down. First one is a mission statement. Second, general information such as founding date, names, roles of the founders, and other important details. Next, company highlights, including financial successes and other key successes. Products or services that you sell. And last but not least, actually the two last things, financial information, including the funding goals and the current source of your funding, and future plans for the business. Think of the executive summary like a detailed elevator pitch, okay? It highlights the most important points of your business plan without going into the details. You may want to consider writing your executive summary after you've written the rest of your business plan. That way you're more familiar with all of the relevant information that you're going to be putting in the summary. Okay, so next is the company overview. This section provides a whole lot more detail regarding exactly what your business does and how it's structured. You can start by explaining like uh, the industry you're in, your primary customer base, um, the big problem that you solve for customers, how you solve that big problem. Essentially, you're explaining the reason for your business's existence. You're identifying a specific customer need in a specific market and then clarifying exactly how you're going to meet that need. The overview section functions as your unique value proposition, okay? It clearly and concisely explains the unique value of your business and how that offers it to the public. If you're struggling with this section, try to answer the following questions. Who do you serve? And how do you serve them? Next is the market analysis. The market analysis section of your business plan provides in-depth information about your industry, your specific market, and the competition. If this section is done properly, it assures readers that you know what you're getting yourself into. In your market analysis, seek to include the following information. Key industry information, size, growth, trends, and other pertinent details, okay? Um, your target market data, the ideal customer, the specific needs of those customers, the demographic data. Uh, next would be your target, target market, okay? Yearly amount spent in that market, the purchase frequency, the projected growth, all that stuff you're going to need to know. Remember, the next one is market share potential, percentage of the target market that you can acquire or what you think you can acquire. And next, barriers to entry. What is that? Things that make it difficult to succeed in the target market, like competition, your top competitors, market share, and your strengths. The section will take a significant amount of research, but it's time well spent. First and foremost, it prepares you to succeed. Second, it helps investors know that you've done your due diligence and that they're not just randomly throwing money into the wind. Next, organization and management. Describe how your business will be organized and structured. First, spell out the general structure of your business, both in organizational terms and in legal terms. Where does each key stakeholder fit into the big picture of your business, including like something like an organizational chart, okay? In terms of legal setup, 
Are you a LLC, an S-Corp, C-Corp, general partnership, sole proprietor, all that fun stuff. Next, describe the background of key members of your team. This part is especially important if you're seeking funding. Investors want to know what you have or that you have experience, okay? Successful individuals who can ensure that your business also succeeds. Next, describe any key hires that will be necessary. This may not be immediate, especially if you're getting started, but it will matter much more as you grow and expand. Next is product and services. This section explains exactly what products or service your business will provide to the customer. Start by describing your particular product or service and the specific need it will meet. It's really important to clarify exactly how your product or service will stand apart from the competition. Within this section, you should also discuss, you know, product service status. Is it ready to take to market? Um, uh, development, uh, development objectives, okay? If it's not ready to go, what steps do you need to take to get it ready? And then proprietary information. Everybody has to have that. Do you have any intellectual property, patents, or pro, you know, proprietary information that is essential to the success of your business? And last but not least, your supply chain, right? Do you depend on any suppliers or vendors that would prevent you from doing your job or your business? Make your product or service really shine in this section. It's really important. It should be abundantly clear, both to you and the reader, that you have something unique to offer and that you're in prime position to just 10 exit man and just kill the competition and attract customers. Next, marketing and sales all the fun stuff. This section explains how you're going to get your product or service into the hands of customers. Your objective in this section is to make clear both how you will make the customers aware of your product or service and how you'll convince them to buy it from you. The first element in your market plan needs to be positioning in relation to your competition. What makes you different, right? Will you position yourself by offering like a lower price or superior quality or superior service, right? Next, discuss the specific promotional methods you'll use to get the word out about your product or service. Additionally, clarify the metrics you'll use to do this. Evaluate whether your marketing effort is working, leads generated, social media reach, website visitors, all that good stuff. After laying out your marketing plan, discuss your sales plan. What method will you use to convince your customers to buy from you? Cold calling, in-person, webinars, how does that work? Exposure. Next. I want you to talk about who will be doing the selling. That has to be in the plan. If you need a sales force, who will train them? And how big will the team be? Lay out the budget that you have for sales and marketing. This will help readers gauge the scope of your efforts and possibly estimate results. Last but not least, financial projections. In this section, I want you to be abundantly clear. Paint a clear picture of your business's current financial status while it's also mapping out where you hope to be in the future. Investors will closely examine this section, I promise, to determine whether or not they want to give you funding or participate. If you've been in business for a while, include as much past financial data as possible, including income statements, balance sheets, cash flow statements, operating budget, accounts receivables and payables, documentation of any debt that you carry. Your financial projections for the future will either be based on your past data or industry and competitive research if you don't have the past data. 
If you're not sure how to create these projections, consider hiring an accountant or a financial advisor to help you. Funding request. In this section, you'll lay out exactly how much funding you need over the coming five years. Explain how you're going to use the funding to achieve your goals. I want you to include the following in this section, okay? The amount of funding that you need right now. Next, funding you'll need down the road, maybe up to five years. The type of funding you desire, whether it's a loan or an investment, which is different. And the terms you're giving and the terms you're requesting for the funding. Okay, I want you to explain how you will be using the funds. Will you be acquiring inventory, paying down debt, hiring employees? It's also critical to lay your future plans so that investors have a good idea of what you're getting into and what they're getting into. As much as possible, try to customize your funding request based on who you're talking to. If you're asking a bank, provide them with a repayment plan. If you're asking an investor, give them the return on investment. Okay, and the very end, you're going to have, like, I guess they call the appendix. The last section of your business plan is the appendix. And the appendix includes supporting information and documents that substantiate what you've written in the previous sections. What does that look like? Okay, so you want to include credit history, uh, permits that you've pulled, product pictures, legal documents, licenses, patents, contracts, any of that stuff. In all of the previous sections, you're trying to paint a compelling picture of what your business is like and where it's headed. You want to provide the re reader of this with enough data to help them grasp your vision, but not so much that it bogs them down, right? Don't make it boring. I don't know how exciting you could make this, but don't make it boring. The appendix allows you to provide extra details to the reader without disrupting the overall experience. If the reader wants to look at these details, great. They can simply refer to the appendix and be done. All right, guys, I hope this is helpful. You guys have an amazing day. Be safe. Take care. Sell a bunch and say something nice to somebody. I'll see you soon. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy, on Instagram at Frontline.Coach.Wayne, and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.